Hi, right, everybody. This is Freddie right here, representative of Athletes of the World. This is the first podcast or whatever you call it, video. Um, today, I have a guest very dear to me. That's my brother right here. Uh, we played in high school. Um, the Rock, we want to stay together. But more more important, more importantly, we have fun, right? Like the bond that we, we, we had, everybody in that team was just special, right? But this is my brother. This is the first that's the first name that came in my mind. I don't even know why, but I just want to interview him, have, um, you know, keep up an insight from his view and, you know, what we're about. Athletes coming to another to another country, maybe another state, and, you know, living another experience. So I think that it was a great idea to just bring him on and just, you know, share whatever he felt. So without, without waiting more, I'm going to add him right now. What's Yo. <laughs> What's up, bro? was good. Nice but yeah, Christian, man. So tell him, tell him, introduction. Who are you? What's your name? Where yeah, are you from? Uh, my name is uh, Christian Benson. I'm from uh, Copenhagen, Denmark. Uh, born and raised. Uh, I came to the states. Uh, I think in 2010, and played high school um, alongside Freddie, and we had, um, you know, just from hearing your intro. I mean, we 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 had fun, and we were like brothers. It was a, a special bond we had. Uh, in high school for sure we won state together ended up getting a scholarship to university of evansville um and played there for four years also played hold on, hold on. we're gonna get to it we're gonna get to it we're gonna get to it we're gonna get to all it all right all right all right we'll get to it at first man what's your favorite food bro what's your favorite food man it's tough to say i don't even know to be honest i like i like all types of food man i'm probably like some easy like burger or pizza, something like that. But I mean, to be honest, burger and pizza. Yeah, that's probably like my my go tos. What about here in the United States? What was your favorite like go to? Oh, I think Zaxby's. That's in Florida, for sure. Zaxby's. It had to be Zaxby's. Zaxby's. What? Yeah. Yo, Zaxby's was smacking. <laughs> it was. It was. Yo, Zaxby's was dope. Thanks. Yeah. Was your favorite artist still Drake? Still Drake. <laughs> Hey. Man, I we used to have some heated conversations back then. I was like, he's, he's the goat. He's the goat. And you were like, no, nah, he's not the goat. He's not the goat. <laughs> I used to be Kendrick all the way, dog. Yeah, yeah. Drake's tough. Drake is yeah, tough. He's, he's tough. He's tough, man. He's, he's, he's a Canada boy, man. That's Yeah, he is. Uh, he is. I just, you know, I'm just harsh on him. No, but yeah, I know. Drake out there, bro. Yeah, he's tough. Especially when he just dropped that lemon pepper. Oh, the lemon pepper. But, mm. bro, on that second song with Lil Baby, Lil Baby had him, though. He did. He did. He did. Yeah, Lil, Lil, Lil Baby was crazy. Yeah, he did. He did. But uh, on that lemon pepper, that uh, that girl singing, she's actually Danish. They they, they sampled a Danish uh, singer. Uh, artist. Yeah. Yeah. What's her name? Let me write uh, it down. Coco Kio or something like that. I, I can send you later. But, but yeah, send it to me. Yeah. I wanna... She nice? I I haven't really I didn't know of her before. So. Oh, you know, you just knew you just knew the sample from. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I got you. What's your favorite sport? Obviously, basketball. It is. Yeah, it is. Like me, it's not, bro. Oh, really? What's yours? Soccer. Okay, yeah, I can see that too. Um, you know, I've I've, I've, I've never been a, a big soccer guy. I mean, I, I mean, I watch it, I like it, but but definitely basketball. I just feel like it's it's just exciting in a, in a different way. Hmm. Yeah, basketball, to be honest, like, I say if soccer is my favorite, but, yo, basketball is just too exciting to watch as well. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. basketball is different, bro. It is. It is. So what made you play basketball, and when did you start? Oh, man, I started when I was 
So hold on. My sister brought me to the gym when I was six years old. So I mm-hmm. came to the first practice, but I was too shy to play. Mm-hmm. So uh, I practiced for like 30 minutes and, and left because uh, I, <laughs> I was just too shy. I couldn't <laughs> handle it. So when I was nine years old, my brother started playing basketball. So yeah. I used to like I used to sit there in the gym for like six months watching mm-hmm. his practices, but I would never go out there because I was too shy. And then <laughs> and then in the end, like after six months, uh, the coach was just like, "All right," she just like literally just dragged me out to the court and was like, mm-hmm. "Here you go. Now now you now you're playing too." So that's basically how uh, how it all started. <laughs> and you just fell in love with it. It was uh, it was hard at first. Oh, man, I just. I think I just fell in love with it, you know. My sister, you know, she played it as well. You know, my brother was playing it, and I just, I just loved everything about it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, you know, your family basically they were good with what you was doing. Like they liked that you was doing basketball. They they had some other plans with you. I'm asking that because some parents, like, you know, uh-huh. they don't. Me per- personally, like uh-huh. my dad used to play basketball, uh, soccer, right? Uh-huh. When he was little, but then he had the choice. Back then, it's like, okay, you either go pro or either you go to school. Like you, you cannot yeah. do both. You can do both, like we we did, right? Yeah. So he yeah. chose to just go to school. But I know about the voice he was telling me it was like, man, I, I should have just went and played soccer. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I felt like my my mom was pretty. Uh, she was pretty. She was actually really supportive. Uh, Good. Yeah. So I, I've definitely had her. Um, yeah, definitely. She had my back, I should say. She even let me leave the country. I went to Croatia when I was like 15 years old to mm-hmm. play there for like half a year. And she supported me in that. And then right after when I turned uh, 16, she um, uh, she basically allowed me to go to the States. And I've mm-hmm. spent seven years in the States. So Seven? Me yeah. too, bro. Wait, yeah. it's going to be my 10th. Oh, that's crazy. That's crazy how, how, you know, how fast it goes, right? I would have never thought my whole life, never thought I would be in the United States, I swear. Yeah. Never yeah. thought. Uh-uh. It's crazy. How was hooping in Denmark, though? Man, it was fun. Uh, I just loved everything about it. I just I could just see myself developing year you know, year after year um, mm-hmm. until I was, like, ready to, to, to move to the next level, you know, going to the mm-hmm. States. So definitely, um, definitely loved everything about it. Uh, mm-hmm. But also I, I needed a, another challenge. So what, what was the difference, you know, um, for example, because, OK, I'm going to ask you that. What team you were on, on in Denmark? Well, like I was, he was playing for the school or. No, no. So, so in Denmark, we don't play. We don't really have school teams. You, mm-hmm. you go to you go to school and then you go, you know, do your club sports after. So mm-hmm. all sports are like are like clubs. Um, so I just played for a club uh, called CISA. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, we just traveled in, you know, all kind of countries uh, here in Europe and, and played uh, games. But we also played, you know, in Denmark. And we just, uh, we were really fortunate to be a very good team. And mm-hmm. uh, so, yeah, that's basically how that... Uh, did you play with Soren? I did play with Soren. Soren Olsen is one of our... He's an interesting guy, man. One of my guys, too. Yeah, yeah he's <laughs> an <interesting> guy. <laughs> And he can shoot. He can shoot. Yeah, oh yeah, he can yeah, shoot. Yeah, he's a shooter. He's a shooter. So you play you play with Sony in that team? Yeah, I did. You know, so I when we were like I think eleven or twelve, uh, Soren joined the, my team, uh, mm-hmm. and then uh, and then we played together for two or three years uh, and won you know different championships together and just had you know just had a lot of fun. And then mm-hmm. I moved. I'm pretty moved sure to, I did. I'm yeah, pretty sure I did. Yeah. 
So what about the U.S.? How was the process to get there? Like, I'm talking about Visa, uh-huh. um, you know, I-20s, all that kind of stuff. Like, was it hard? Coming I mean, from I, Europe? yeah, it was, it was. And you got to think about it. it. This was back in 2010, right? Mm-hmm. So, so you know, we were just not as up-to-date as we are now. So the whole visa process, man, I'm telling you, uh, I applied for a visa then, but I also had to apply for a new visa when I went, went into college. And then just mm-hmm. three just three years later, I could already see improvements. So back then, it was just, oh, man, it was just dragging, you know, and, you know, answering all these questions. You know, I know they do it for security, but, like, questions like, are you a terrorist or are you planning right. on bomb- bombing stuff when you were, like, what, 14, 15 years old? <laughs> yeah, right. You know, it's kind of like, you know, but... But that's that's how they do it. So you you know you got to respect that. But but uh, yeah, it was a little bit dragging, you know, with that whole uh, passport thing. But it mm-hmm. but eventually it worked out. So I, I don't know why. So especially Europe, like my girlfriend from Europe as well, is, mm-hmm. it's kind of hard even to renew the visa, bro. It's like yeah. it's tough. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, I don't know why. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know either. I mean, I, I understand they want to be secure and all this stuff, but. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's also tough to say because I'm I'm not I, I don't know what you know what they see on a daily basis, so it's hard to, to judge right. them, you know on that right. right. But, but uh, it's definitely I remember back then it was just it was really dragging all those questions and it took forever. <laughs> so I already know. <laughs> yeah. I already know. Yeah. It was hard to come. It was hard to come to United States even more after you know the 9/11. Obviously, I was young, but mm-hmm. I think that's what really made it hard for everybody just coming to United States. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. And uh, what was I gonna say? I was gonna ask you something. What's your you you came in two thousand nine, right? No, two thousand ten. Two thousand ten. Oh, yeah. so you came a year before me? I thought you came two years before me. No, I came two thousand ten. Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you came your sophomore year. Yeah, it's my sophomore year. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Good. Yeah. So yeah, how was? Were you nervous or you <sighs> know, stay first time away from your fam? I mean, to be honest, oh, that I, basketball. I was just, to be honest, I was ready. You know, that was this was my yeah. dream. You know, I, growing up watching Kobe playing, you know, in high school, you know, that was my dream. So, yeah, so yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, so I was just, I really wasn't nervous at all. I was just ready to go there and and and, and do the best I could. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too, man. I wasn't nervous yeah. at all. I don't yeah. even know why, but I just wasn't nervous. No, no. You know, right? But in that age, you know, I feel like you, you're so motivated. You're just ready to hoop. So, end of the day, you know, you, you know you're going to make friends and you're just going to, you know, be playing. So Nah, bro, because you know I coach, I coach kids. No, not kids. In high school, bro. But <laughs> I put myself in their booth. But I see a lot of people that come from different backgrounds and they're they nervous. Like, it's like, oh, I'm away from my family. Yeah. You know, they, um, what you call it? Homesick. homesick, homesick, yeah. All that, you know. So. That, that, yeah, that homesickness didn't really hit me until Christmas and New Year's. Uh, that's when it really hit me that first year. That was tough, man. I was going through it. <laughs> I was homesick. I don't even think it hit me, but it's because I'm just neighbor. I'm the neighbor country. Like I, yeah. <laughs> I was born in Canada, and I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. But yeah, when you got to the United States, is it what you thought about is going to be like? I'm talking about everything. And to be honest, it, it really wasn't, you know, uh, well, it kind of was and wasn't. Uh, mm-hmm. I will say from a standpoint that the, that the school we went to was really uh, religious. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I wasn't really used to that uh, coming from uh, from back home. So so that was a, a big uh, change for me to seeing that. Uh, I didn't mm-hmm. expect that. Basketball, basketball wise, also uh, the, the speed and the athleticism was way higher, you know, than 
than in Denmark as well. So so that was a big change too. Um, luckily, you know, I had a I had a really nice uh, host family um, mm-hmm. that I stayed with. So so you know that was really great, and that's something I could relate to um, from home. But besides that, it was those big changes for sure. Right. I mean, you talk about the change of that. That was going to be my my next question. Like, what's the change? Like, you know, from basketball Denmark and US, and you said it, bro. Athletically wise, and just the speed of the game was. I think it was different. Man, it was different, man. I'm telling you. But you blend right in, bro. You're acting like you wasn't athletic. Man, no, get out no, of there. No, no, okay. So, so, this man so, playing right in the system. <laughs> I, I, he I, I like acting like he was all slow and everything, but it was like a six, seven point guard. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, Stop gonna, I'm not gonna say I wasn't athletic. I'm not gonna say that at all. I'm just, I'm just saying I was used to me being like the only person that was athletic or, yeah, yeah, you know, and I could just blow by anybody, you know, to when, you know, all of a sudden I, I'm standing in front of uh, Alan Chiga, you know, who, uh, is what six seven six eight and has the longest arms in the world and he was just you know stripping me and I was bro. like yeah, I've never seen this before you know what I mean bro Allen <laughs> was something G I yeah, remember first he practice pick, first pick up game bro yeah I come off I think I come off a screen bro no 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 fast break yeah I think I'm alone like I'm oh yeah. I'm in Cameroon I'm good <laughs> bro I put it right here I just, just like backboard pow I was uh, like man. Yeah, it's a, you, it's a new level yeah, here. He was, he was. I'm telling you, like him and 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 Glenn the first year, I was like, yeah. okay, this, these these boys, they tough, they tough, they tough, yeah. they tough. I it was different. He was, he was. Imagine if it was. Anyways, that's another question. Even yeah. if he didn't get hurt, oh gosh. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That, that really hurt in that uh, <laughs> you know senior year. You know, I just I always felt bad for him because because uh, I know that. He really wanted to play with us the last year, and I know what you know. He could have everything was built up to well. that year. It was, it was everything you know, was built up to they, that year. They everything. came, they came freshman year. You know, I came sophomore year, and, and and some people came junior year, and we just all just built this crazy team. You know, uh, you know, we were ranked number ten in the nation, even though we beat number one, five, and seven. You know, yeah. throughout the year, so it was just this team was just wild. It was just and crazy. came unranked. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Anyways, um. What was the biggest culture shock you would say? Oh, culture shock. Uh, well, mm, I, I don't know. I mean, I would probably say, I wouldn't say, you know, maybe the maybe the religiousness, uh, that was probably a culture shock. But I would just say everything is just so much bigger in the, in the States in general. And so I had to get used to that. You know, everything is just bigger. Yeah, that's uh, right. That was probably the, the, the biggest one, yeah. And what was, like, your favorite moment in high school? You know. Oh man, that was winning state for sure. When we winning won, state, yeah. When we won state, man, I was I was truly happy because that was like three years of of hard work, you know, sweat and and, and, and tears. Just oh, really I, sweat with the coach Harden, yeah, sweat. Yeah, 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 sweat, <laughs> yeah, sweat. Yeah, I remember you. You passed. Was was it you or was it Devon who passed? It was out Devon, time? bro. Devon, Devon passed. passed okay, okay, okay. <laughs> hey, no, no, no. Me too. Though. I found out one day though. Yeah, I was okay, running okay. too much suicide. Yeah, I don't know for what. what. I, I fell on the ground. That's what I'm saying. People used to used to pass out, and you know that Florida heat is is no joke. That's no joke. I always told him. I said, you know, um, that year, like I'm talking about the rock preparing me for college because, bro, it wasn't for me. I'm talking just for me. Like, it, like our preseason was preseason for real. 
Yeah. Like I was ready. You saw what I'm saying? Like everywhere else I went, I was like, oh, I mean, in high school it was different though. Yeah, well, so I'm kind of well, ready for it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So how you know the process to get to a school? That's my other question. How was it? You know, for you? Um, again, okay, getting to college or get a scholarship? Yeah, get a scholarship. You know, getting uh, to college. Yeah. Oh uh, man, I'll tell you this, man. It was uh, crazy ups and downs, highs and lows. Uh, my sophomore year, I was at a going into my junior year, I was at an AAU tournament, and um, the uh, coach down at SMU, I forget mm-hmm. his name now. He's, he sees one game and offer. You know, basically, you're not allowed to to offer. You know, you're not allowed to offer, I guess, right there. But but he was like, you know, he was like, you, hey, you got an offer, right? Mm-hmm. Um, SMU, wow. SMU, my sophomore year. So I'm thinking, you know, my sophomore year going to my junior, I'm thinking, all right, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be good. <laughs> you know, I'm mm-hmm. going to Duke, you know, and and you know, my junior year was really really great, and I had a bunch of interest and, and different schools, and it all ended up, you know, me, you know, not being able to. Uh, being as successful with the ACT, I ended up getting the 18 overall, but I was struggling with that a little bit, and that held schools from 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 picking me. You know, I had uh, Harvard uh, flying down. Uh, from I Boston. remember that. Yeah, they're flying down from Boston, watching me work out, and telling me they want, want me to be the next Jeremy Lin. But all I had to do was get a 23 on the on the ACT. 23. I, was, oh, I wasn't I wasn't able to get that man, and you know, looking back, you know, I really truly really regret that because end of the day, basketball, you know, that's Obviously, you want to go to the best and the biggest schools, but when you mm-hmm. get an opportunity to go to Harvard and and be set for the rest of your life because of you know school, you know, because I would obviously school and basketball because basketball is not that, bad at all. Well, that, Harvard, well, that's good. what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So that's that's one thing I look back at and kind of regret. But you know, basically, basically ups and downs. Um, I don't think I, I, I got a scholarship until like until like April or or beginning of May. Um, it was the beginning of May, my senior year. That that's mm-hmm. when I signed. So, you know, just that whole roller coaster from getting the offer off, off the bat from SMU mm-hmm. to all of a sudden all schools basically just dropping me because I can't get that eighteen on the ACT. I'm like sixteen, seventeen, you know, and yeah, that was just ups and downs, man. Ups and downs for a lot, and then these yeah. are a lot too because you know, I mean, of course you got host family, which. My host family as well. I think it's the same thing with you. They're family to me. Like, it's my family, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But, you yeah. know, coming from, you know, when the process is different from people that's, my parents are African, right? My mom, yeah. she didn't really play sport like that. I told you about my dad, right? But yeah. trying to explain them the process, all they think about, oh, you got to sign to school. Oh, you got to do this. Or you gotta, I'm like, yo, it's not that easy, you know? Like, oh, you know, you can you can have interest, but it's different. Like, if they got they got to offer you or there's some yeah. stuff that goes into it as well. Like, you're talking about the ACT. Me, I had a problem with the clearinghouse, which was yeah. hell. Like, clearinghouse yeah. was a different. The clearinghouse was tough, yeah. Different beasts, yeah. like, and it stuff was. like that, right? And, yeah, yeah. the know. clearinghouse was, was, that was, that was a tough one as well. Um, yeah, it was just... Uh, there's a lot of lot of different aspects, you know. The ACT, I also had to take the TOEFL, uh, mm-hmm. and, and the TOEFL was easy though. But 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 all those things, all those things, and then your GPA. I think my GPA was that was over three point seven five, so that wasn't an issue, mm-hmm. you know. But it's all the other things. But it's it's tough, man. It's it's really tough. There's not that many scholarships out there, and not not that many. And some of them, I'm not gonna. It's just that, you know. Basketball, I won't say like that, but I think it's mm-hmm. not luck. It's more connections or we're being in the right place at the right time. Mm-hmm. And I see that a lot with, 
you know, just players in general that, you know, had scholarships and it was there at the right place, right yeah. time. They did the right thing. You you did the right thing at SMU, uh, SMU at the AU tournament. Yeah. Yeah. For SMU to watch you, like, you did the right thing. It just didn't yeah. fall out the way that you wanted to do it. You know? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's, it's all, that, that that's, has a huge part of it too because I think I lost my top five I wanted to go to my senior year. I think two or three of them of the coaches either got fired or re-signed. <sighs> Oh, you know what I mean? That's my senior year, so I'm I'm sitting there, you know. Okay, now I have these two bottom schools. Uh, okay, that's the reason why they were in the bottom. Why I didn't want to go to them in the first place. Do I really mm-hmm. want to go there? Maybe you know, reconsider. And I remember actually, we were we went to the same. Um, it was like an unsigned senior thing. You remember? You went yeah. off though. Remember that? Yeah, like yeah. I remember we went to that thing in Florida. Yeah, it's just. Part of the journey, I guess, but it's it kind of stressful though. It's not that's it's yeah, not it's, fun at all to be. No. It's not. It's not that that whole. I, I think I think my host mom could feel it on me too because I was just stressed. I was working out, you know, my whole senior year just working out, and I couldn't really sleep. I didn't never really slept well, and I think she could see it in me because I I didn't have that peace. I didn't know. Okay, you're going to this school. You're going there. I didn't have mm-hmm. that peace because I didn't know what was going to happen the next year. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Anyways, so yeah, I was Evenville. Yeah, man, that was uh, that was a culture shock from Florida as well. You know, that's uh, yeah. He's in um, dang, even in um, tell me, southern it's mid, it's in Midwest, right? Midwest, Midwest, it's Southern Indiana, and that's completely there you different. Go. Completely different from Florida, I'll tell you that. Uh, I had fun, man. You know, the the, the things that really attracted me by the school was uh, definitely the, the the guys that were there, the, mm-hmm. my my teammates. Uh, you know, just seeing how fun they had and, and the things they were able to do and the conference they played and the teams they played against and the setup they had at the school, you know, all those things were just a huge, you know, factor in me choosing that school. Mm-hmm. Um, we we had really great times. Uh, we ended up winning the CIT, I think, uh, junior year where we should have went to the tourney, but we lost on the buzzer beater to you uh, and I. Yeah, that was crazy, man. I'm telling you, I was, I've never been so hurt before. <laughs> you cried? Uh, yeah, uh, I think I cried. I think everybody was crying out. out in the locker room yeah, that's it's effective. Like, yeah. everybody, everybody no, cried. But, but, cry but, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. But it reminded me of, of, of high school, right? We used three yeah. years to get to that point. And when we finally got there, you know, in high school, we won oh, it. Yeah, was we won it, yeah. But this time, we got all the way there. And then, you know, the last, you know, he, he Washburn shoots the shot. It hits the back rim. You know, the, the bus sounds. The ball flies way up in the sky over the backboard. And then it just drops right in. I'll tell you. No, I, look- I remember, bro. I remember y'all season, bro. Because yeah. I was like, man, y'all whoop yeah. at Evansville yeah. right now. Like I was like, yo, yeah. they're going to the Mars Madness, which yeah. is the goal for me. Like it was the yeah. ultimate goal for goal me. For like goal. I didn't ultimate care about goal. NBA. Nothing is no, like I want to no. go to the Mars Madness. Yeah, me too. And y'all was like this. We were, we were, we were right there. Nah, I remember. Hurt. I remember. I, I turned around, just looked into our stands, looked at the fans. I just remember just seeing, you know, the fans just crying, just bawling out, like because. Because they were excited too, you know. That that was our year, you know. So mm-hmm. Didn't plan out though. Hey, everything happened for a reason, man. That's true. That's true. So you did all four years there. I did all four years. Um, Created bonds, family right there for sure for life. For sure, for sure. Uh, definitely have a have a lot of great memories, a lot of great friends. Uh, have some friends that play in Europe as well that I go visit sometimes because it's you know because it's closer and. Man, it's just uh, it's just really, really special. We were really close, and you know, I could feel that. And that's what I was talking about my visit too. You know, when mm-hmm. I came there, I could just feel that these guys were just different. Man, they had that, you know, that that family, that bond like we used to have in high school. Mm-hmm. So that was definitely mm-hmm. a huge factor why I chose the school. 
It's the right choice, man. And what about um, the difference between high school and D1? Did you feel one or? Oh, yeah, man, I feel that. I mean, it was, it was, it was tough too. You know, they were just way more athletic. Uh, again, you know, everybody was mm -hmm. super athletic. You know, you know, D1. You know, it's just crazy, and the pace is crazy, and the shape you got to be in, and they count on you to perform. You know, every single time you step foot on the court, and it's business. Know, it's just business. It's, it's business, business. business. And you know. Even though I love basketball so much, I kind of hate, you know, you know, I kind of hate that towards the end, you know, I stopped, I stopped falling in love with basketball because it came so much business. So to begin with, you know, I had fun and all this stuff, but then throughout the years, it became more and more business and less, you know, having fun about it. And it kind of drained me a little bit. It happened the same with me. You did. You know? That's why yeah. I really did a break too, like for two years yeah. now, because of that. Because yeah, it's because like, of man, that. Whoa, whoa. Yeah. Different That's right serious. Here. And it's different because I don't know if I told you, but like I got hurt twice in a row, bad, very injured, like bad injuries, two times in a row. And then, you know, it's like, I want to take a break too. Like, hey, yo, I know like I can work and I can, you know, live and stuff like that. But it looks like they want you to produce so bad that, yo, they didn't give you no break. Like you got to go back, work out, work out, work out. So it was, you take a toll on your body, your mental as well. It's like, take, take you said it's business. You, you just have to produce like. Yeah, you have to produce at all times, but also when you're playing, you know, when you're not getting as much playing time, you want to prove yourself, right? So you mm -hmm. also put yourself. And sometimes, you know, you gotta you gotta be able to look, you know, in the long run, and you gotta be able to take better care of yourself, and not just mm -hmm. always just uh, push so hard. I guess I should say. Of course, you mm -hmm. want to work hard, but sometimes you gotta be smart too, because it's your body and it's and it's your life. Right, so, and. Uh, That's something I would say. Uh, that's funny that you brought this up because, you know, as international athlete, I mentioned how, you know, your family is a way too as well, right? Uh -huh. Me personally, I think that's where the Americans had to up on us because at the same time, it's like it's hard for us to get protected because everybody's like a way. So for you, if somebody's like, hey, yo, you got to go play, it's like, ah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I got to go play. Like, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And that's yeah. how you feel, but you, your ankle hurt. Like, your ankle burning right now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Or you want yeah. to rest, but you can't really. He's like, ah, you know what? Yeah. I'm just going to go. Yeah. I think some coaches know that, too. They know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but I mean, the sad, man, uh, I know I just, I hate to, I don't want to bring anybody down, but I just feel like there's so much pressure on these kids from the coaches because, you know, mm -hmm. the coaches lose their job. If they don't win, they lose their job. So that's the business, right? So they're going to do everything they can to make sure that these kids are playing and, and make sure they get the right treatment, all these things, mm -hmm. obviously, as well. But mm -hmm. at the end of the day, sometimes, you know, some kids, they get pushed too far and then they, you know, either – There's too much pressure on them, so they want them back faster. So they do all these things, and maybe they're not ready to come back. And that's when mm -hmm. you see them get hurt and get hurt and get hurt, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, unfortunately, I had a teammate that, that went through that stuff. Uh, and I just feel bad. I feel, I feel so bad for him because I could see how he – there was a lot of pressure on him coming back, and, and they – They kept giving him all the right treatments, all the surgeries, and all these things. But yeah, because he costs money but, too. You think about but, it. But yeah. but yeah, but it was just too much. They sh yeah, he should have been. Uh, he should have had longer time to rest, in my opinion, at least. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I completely agree. Me too. I'm lucky, man. After that second one, like I was like, damn. I mean, <laughs> I remember I got hurt. I was like, damn, I'm not even gonna play basketball no more. I really got lucky, you know. And I, I can't feel what your 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 teammate felt. Like yeah. exactly how you felt, and it's hard, man. It's tough. It's tough, it's tough man. It's tough. I think that, and I think they're doing it right now. Mm -hmm. I think um, 
D1s, like D2s, like JUCOs and everything, like they should put um, a mental specialist, like, for the team or for the sports in general that they can always go to and just talk to. It's so important because I've seen some stuff where kids are just lost, bro. Like, they don't know what to do. Mm -hmm. Man, and not only that, you know, you got to – you got to think about too, you know, from coming from a D one perspective, you know, not mm-hmm. only that, but I think I, I agree with you. There should definitely be some mental, uh, some they just need somebody some, there, some, some guidance, you know, and 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 some, because I mean, you you got people coming from all kind of different neighborhoods and countries living, and countries and living standards, right? Mm-hmm. And they put you in a, in a place in a city and say, here you go. You were here now. And you just got to be able to, to perform, play basketball interviews and all these things. And it's not always, you know, it's not always easy on the mental, you know, on the mm-hmm. mental part. Cause sometimes, you know, even though you, you're doing it, you're doing your thing, you, you feel lonely and, 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 you know, you have bad days as well. And then it's not, you know, fun to be confronted with all these things. I'm not saying, you know, I wouldn't do it all again, but I'm just saying that, some of these kids, like you said, they need guidance, and it's and it's they not do. Easy, it's not an easy transition for everybody. At all, at all, at all. And I, like you said, you know, like knowing the knowledge right now, I definitely like just the whole process, the journey. I'll definitely be more prepared, right? But mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. general, it's like when you go through it, you go through yeah. it. I go through me, it, man. But you know what, though, this I think these four years that you live, like me too, my process in college. Bro, it made me appreciate it so much more. And then the bonds that I created is like, you create bonds in, like, you know, when you look at your brother suffering with you, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. this is my guy yeah. for life. And then <laughs> yeah, that's, exactly. it makes you more like, you know, enjoy it as much. Like, college yeah. was great, bro. It was. Like, it was. amazing. Like, I miss it. Like, yeah. you know, I miss it as well. It's like, yeah. but of course, the, 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 the bad times made it good as well. Yeah. Say like that. No, no, yeah, that's true. That's true. And people keep saying, "Oh, that's going to be the best four years of your life." And I always felt that was kind of cliche. And I'm not going to mm-hmm. say it's the best four years of my life, but I'll say it's the it's the most special years I've had because you were put in this bubble where you live, you know, on a campus. You're surrounded by your team and and, and specific people, and it's just that little bubble in a city, mm-hmm. and it's just it's just special. It's just mm-hmm. very it's very. Special. Yeah, it's special. Yeah, and yo, they gotta start paying athletes too because yeah, for what we put, bro. No, 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 no. You gotta pay. That's yeah. that's work. I know it's scholarship yeah. and everything, but yeah, guys, like I used, yo, it's like work out, boom, boom, boom. Then you go back home. It's nine, nine o'clock, ten, and then you gotta do homework, and then tomorrow is the same thing all over again. Yeah, yeah. I, re- I, re- I remember my freshman year. I, I would literally. There was some days I would come to campus at eight and I would go home at eight, you know, at night. Yeah. And and yeah. in between, you know, I had, you know, several practices and, and classes and, you know, and yeah, I feel like the NCA is uh, doing their best not to pay. <laughs> not to pay. They got to pay. They give us, they give us stipends now. They stipends. stipends yeah. Yeah. But that's, mm-hmm. but it's also tough because I think it will take, if you start giving people, you know, the, the kids, um, Contracts, you know, is going to be a complete different scenario. But at the yeah. same time, the workload, you know, that should definitely should definitely be paid. Should definitely. Oh yeah. Be paid. yeah. Oh yeah. While the coach making five millions, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, I was going. We kind of talked about it a little bit, but I'm gonna ask you again more specifically. 
Yep. It's uh, what is what was the biggest obstacle that you had to overcome? You know, um, let's say maybe just from high school to college, traveling, you know, switching up countries, anything. Yeah. Um, Basketball wise, anything. Yeah, I think the biggest obstacle for me, the one that took the biggest toll on me was probably, um, I would say, uh, going from, you know, everything is in Danish to all of a sudden you're in an English, you're in a, an American classroom and, mm -hmm. and everything is in English. You know, it's not like, it's not only you know, coming from Denmark, you know, it's only your English classes where the book's in English. You know, all mm -hmm. of a sudden when you, go, when you go to, you know, the States, everything's in English. I think that was mm -hmm. a big one. A second one was in college, you know, not playing as much uh, in the first years. Uh, mm -hmm. I think that, that really took a toll on me. You know, I was uh, contemplating on uh, on leaving a, a couple of times because because uh, hmm. I didn't because I didn't feel like I was I was uh, quote unquote getting the minutes getting, that you yeah getting the minutes getting the respect or you know just giving the opportunities as I should. But I mean, also mm -hmm. you know that was obviously that was just my opinion you know they could they could have looked at it completely different maybe they couldn't use me in that type of system but in the day uh, I, I really feel like you know i wasn't you I, I wasn't used as well as i could have maybe i, I didn't play it to my full potential or didn't mm -hmm. get to experience it at least um until later on mm -hmm. yeah, and so. one question i had about that because you mentioned the system which is very important mm -hmm. right um Something something I would advise people that goes, you know, transfer from high school to uh, college. Yeah. Or even Juco to, uh, to D1 or D2 or whatever, mm -hmm. right? I think that's very important that you study the school. So important that you know exactly if you fit in the system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we've seen so many kids that, you know, talented, you know, talented, but they don't fit that system. Yeah, they don't yeah. fit the exact what they want them to do. Like maybe it's a run and gun. If it's yeah. a running gun team, you you yeah. more, you know, breaking yeah. down, going there, calling the plays. Maybe it's like that, or the inverse. Mm -hmm. It's um, it's a more, you know, uh, they, they run plays more, and you mm -hmm. running gun. You're not gonna fit in the team like that. It's so oh. important, like guys, very yeah. just study that, study yeah. because you can waste, you know, your years like that, just like this, because you're good, but you're not yeah. gonna fit in the, the coach system. And to his, I mean, for him, it's like you not if I yeah if I have a system as a coach, right? I'm not going to put a player that's not fitting my system. That's not going to wow. happen. Wow. But they just want to – they've been greedy by just bringing the best player they can, but they're not even going to yeah. use the person, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And that's how a lot of people, they end up getting stuck sitting at, uh, at the end of the bench, right? Because they don't fit the system. And, and like you're saying, you got you to gotta be able to st start the system. I didn't start the system. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and looking back at it, I should have started the system because, mm -hmm. you know uh, – under visit, I was just told, yeah, we run a motion offense. And I feel like, oh, motion offense. You know, we played that all high school, you know, coming off right. the triple, passing the ball, going back and forth, going one-on-one. -on -one, I can do this all day. You know, that's me. Mm -hmm. You know, coming mm -hmm. off screens, that's me. Um, and we end up playing a system where you always always screen away. You screen away for somebody who then cuts. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. and that system was made for, for shooters. And I'm not the best shooter. I'm not mm – -hmm. I'm an I'm I'm attack. And, mm -hmm. and it's – and obviously, you can attack in that offense as well, but the lanes are not as as open as they mm -hmm. are, you know, in 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 a motion offense with three on the three outside and two in, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so, so I, I just I didn't fit that system. End of the day, I try to convert to try to fit that system. I used four years on doing that, 
Um, mm-hmm. But I never truly, you know, just naturally fit the system. And that's what my, hurt me. My question, my question is now, okay, so when they, when they brought you in, exactly what was your role then for the team? Well, uh, well, to begin with, you know, as a freshman, I don't think you have a role, you know, mm-hmm. but picking up, you know, they wanted me, as, as we proceeded, they wanted me to be a defensive stopper. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, we had a kid uh, named DJ Ballantyne who... Uh, okay, I, I heard his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, uh, he ended up setting the record for most points scored. And, and basically, I was guarding him every day in practice, trying to make his life easier out there in the court. That's what I was doing mm-hmm. the, first, the first years, just making, his, uh, just making practice hell for him, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so that's basically what I used the oh, most Oh, you time. probably did, because your own defense, you was yeah, scrappy, yeah. scrappy. Yeah, 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 definitely. I, I don't think he liked me one bit in practice. We, we, we had a great bond outside of uh, outside of practice, but in, in practice, he, we used to get at each other. But at uh, the mm-hmm. end of the day, you know, he ended up scoring the most points, right? So, so I did, I did my part. You know, mm-hmm. always came into the games for to to stop somebody. So that's what I, that was never what I thought I was going to be. Uh, mm-hmm. But that's what I ended up doing. So, okay. Yeah. Well, look. And uh oh yeah, what was your biggest? We already said that accomplishment as a student athletes. Yep. So yeah, in life, I asked you that. Yeah. What's what is your biggest accomplishment? Man, my two daughters, man. My two daughters, they everything. Are you sure you're gonna say that? Everything. Yeah, that's 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 a given. Um man, I love these girls, man. Uh it's I can't even uh I can't even really put words on it. It's, it's, it's just special, you know, just uh, breaking, but also breaking this, uh, breaking this thing where, you know, where black dads are not in the picture for their kids and all this stuff, you know, that means so much to me, you know, because my dad, you know, as many other people, he was not there as much in my life. I know some people don't even have it at all. My dad lived in Germany, so he lived in another country, yeah. but he, he would come and visit us, you know, a few times a year, maybe two, three times a year. Mm-hmm. You know, so always growing up, I always promised myself, okay, no matter what you do when you grow up, you have to be there for your kids. You have, you have to, to be there. there. You have to be the change for the next generation. You know, my kids, they're not going to be able to say, oh, my dad was not there. And, you know, there's mm-hmm. no way, they, there's no way they can say that. And I don't want that for the next generation. We have to break this, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Hey, I ain't got nothing to say about that, bro, because I have to, the exact same goal. Yeah. And I've been trying to break that more in general, just in black men in general. Yeah. You guys be following what's happening in the United States? Not right now, but you know, yeah, right now we'll say, but the past year, I'm hurt you know, with all these killings and stuff like that. You guys in Denmark, like, how you guys feel about that? Uh, I mean, it's obviously not, it's not, it's not our uh, reality or not our, yeah, yeah exactly. But you know, uh, we, we, we see it, and uh, and that was marches too here for Black Lives Matter. Uh, I know it's not as many people as in the States, but we I remember Corona lockdown where, where everybody pretty much had to stay home. I think it was mm-hmm. like 15,000 people who showed up and, and, and walked the streets of Copenhagen. Uh, and and it's just special to see because uh, now, you know, I lived in the States for, for seven years and I felt that I felt that thing for, for seven years. Um, so Especially I'm Midwest. I'm not going to, but Midwest is crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's 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 different. It's different, and I'm not saying it's, it's it's a tough topic to get into. You know what I mean? But but end of the day, it is a tough. So no, I'm just wondering about but the you know, how was it in Denmark or you know, like you said, you did the march and everything. Mm-hmm. Me personally, you know, racism is gonna be tough to kill. You know what I'm saying? It's, like it's always, always gonna it, be there. 
it's always going to be there. So all you really got to do is be yourself. Like if you feel like the, how you, how you, if you feel like the way you can help is just maybe, you know, talk to somebody else about it and not March, that's fine with you, but you just got to be okay with what you want to do. You know what I'm saying? So I just want to know how it was because, you know, it was a big subject here. I was right it here was, in the middle. It was, it was crazy. It was crazy, crazy. in the world, but uh, that, that was like the, the, the straw that broke the camel's back. Right. You know? Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just the go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, man, it's been it's not the only incident that's been going on for years and it's still going on to this day. You know, we see it yeah. every day and, and 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 I don't know what's what's gonna have to and I don't know what, what they have to do to change it, but but it has to change, you know. That that thing is that whole thing is killing, you know, people because they look different or, or look scary to you, that's that thing's dead. You know, yeah, it's, and and it's worse now because back then, okay, there was racism, probably maybe more, but it's just that social media, the phone. Yeah, like it's your phone. Yeah, but, um, everything is just getting recorded, and you see yeah. stuff. Like me personally, if I see somebody like on the, they showing people dying. Like I'm not watching. St- I don't want to watch that. What? No, no. But I'm saying, I think especially the states has never been more divided. And I always feel that. I always feel like, you know, it's not a hit on anybody in America. But I also feel like they were saying, oh yeah, we the land of the free, and we stick together, we have each other's back. But every time, you know, they talk about how they came out, oh. I can do this by myself, so so can you do it by yourself? It seems mm. like it's so, it seems like it's so divided. You know, if I can do it, you can do it. It's not that's mm-hmm. they don't think. Okay, I'm I'm fortunate. I can do it. Maybe there's mm-hmm. other people that isn't as fortunate. Maybe I should help them too. Mm-hmm. Where where we have a different mindset in Denmark in general, where we, we like to help. You know, everybody. Denmark not, is like ranked the first. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I was gonna say Denmark is like ranked the best country in the world, living wise. <laughs> I always see lists like that. I'm yeah, like, damn, yeah. Christian living good. <laughs> we, we we are fortunate, <laughs> but we also help each other. You know, we have. Yeah. I think we, I think we're very fortunate. We have a small country of like six million people. I think mm-hmm. that that is easier to handle. But at the same time, you know, here's about doing what's best for the majority and not doing best. You know, what's best for you specifically. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, uh, I have a last question for you. It's yeah. um. Do you have any advice? Do you have any advice for everybody that's trying to come? No, trying to do the same thing that you did. A kiddo uh, at 15, 16, trying to leave their country, coming to the United States, and do exactly what you did. Do you have any advice for them? Oh man, I have a lot of advice. <laughs> I don't even know where to start. Uh, well, I'm listening. Yeah, first of all, they gotta be. Uh, they gotta be ready. You know, you know when you're ready. You know when. You, you can't hesitate going over to the States in the first place. If you hesitate, you know, you, obviously you can have a little bit of doubt, you know, because you're going to another country, but you gotta, you, you gotta be ready. And then you gotta work your butt off because it's gonna be, uh, <laughs> it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough for sure. Um, but also, like you were talking about earlier, mentally it's gonna be really, really tough, not only physically. Um, but besides that, it's all about, you know, having fun and putting yourself in a position where you're able to, able to be seen mm-hmm. and then go you know just keep you know moving one day at a time getting better getting better uh, i feel like that's uh that's the most important things and creating uh, healthy relationships with, yeah, with healthy relationship. yeah. very important yeah. yeah that's very important you know you gotta you gotta get some people around you that uh either are going for the same dreams the same goals or or something that standard you can't be hanging around with yeah, people that don't want to do the same thing as you. Yeah, can't. So, they're gonna bring you down quick. Gonna, 
Yeah, either they're gonna bring it down, or they're just gonna show you different things that you that you shouldn't be focusing on right. when you have when you have a goal when you want to reach something. Mm -hmm. so, so yeah, exactly. This is my last, but this is my last. Sorry. Yeah. So, what goal you have coming to United States? Well, my goal What's was your ultimate uh, goal. My goal was <laughs> looking back at it, man. My goal was so stupid. <laughs> NBA. Okay. No, that was my that was my first goal. That was my first okay. goal um, when I was a kid, right? Mm -hmm. Then I then I came to high school. Well, then my then you know growing up and get a little bit older, my my, my goal was to go to college, um, mm -hmm. and and possibly MBA after that. And then uh, <laughs> I came to the states, and I was like, because when I came to the states, you got to think about this. I was just I just got an award uh, where they voted me. Uh, voted, I've won my team won uh, the the Nordic Championships, so mm -hmm. I got the MVP. So basically, I'm the best player in, in Denmark. In Denmark, Sweden, Norway, Finland, uh, wow. Iceland, right? I'm the best player, right? So I'm going to the states, like, yeah, <laughs> you, know, you got, you, you guys ready for this, right? <laughs> uh, and then I go play, and I'm like, okay, that's a million of me over here. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought when I went over there, I really thought that I was, I was the man, right? I was going to be in the top, but then I came over there, I realized, man, I'm not even like. There's a lot of good guys ahead of me already, mm -hmm. uh, you know. So. You yeah, feel like you accomplished your goal, though. I feel like I did, to be honest, and that's why I only played a one-year professional in, uh, over here as well. Because I mm -hmm. felt like I, I really uh, accomplished my goal. I came over to 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 play in high school number thirty-three, like I did my my sophomore year, like Kobe. Mm -hmm. I got mm -hmm. a scholarship to play D one basketball. I uh, played there for four years. Got some crazy experiences, um, and and actually ended up getting a little bit fed up with basketball, uh, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. But uh, I definitely feel like. Uh, I reached my goal. And how was pro? Been. Go ahead, go ahead. Finish, uh, finish, finish. I was gonna say if I, if I could have made it to the NBA, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't complain about it. <laughs> you, <laughs> but, you would complain. But, 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 but there's something important too, and I know that is a lot of a lot of American ballers are too cuggy. You know what I mean? Everybody thinks. Oh yeah. Everybody thinks they go make it to the NBA, and that's great to have a mindset like that. But sometimes you got to be realistic too. You know, at the end of the day, you got to be able to. I'm not saying you shouldn't work hard and you shouldn't believe in yourself because you can still do that and be realistic. You know. Thanks. Yeah, but now playing pro was uh, was completely different, man. I, I think um, it, it depends on where you play pro in, in, in Europe, right? I played in Denmark for we were the second best team here in Denmark, uh, really mm -hmm. good, uh, really good club, and and all that. And they were doing their best, but Denmark, uh, but Danish basketball is not as involved. Mm -hmm. um, so going from from D one basketball where we had private jet and staying in Hilton hotels and playing arenas with plus ten thousand people. To go to Denmark in a in a in an arena that seats you know maybe one thousand and maybe you know five hundred people come and we don't mm -hmm. have to drive around in a bus and, and we don't I mean not not to bring them down at all and it, you know that's not what I'm saying I'm just saying it's not as evolved so no, I, I see think, what you're saying I, I think I got too spoiled too early so when I when mm -hmm. I came but the pay was good well it was I, I lived off it I was living off it. Uh, I would say I'm making more money now uh, working, so it's not like I could have lived uh, the rest of my life, not at all. But uh, mm -hmm. but 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 uh, it was it was decent money. I was living off it. So what do you do now? Well, actually, uh, I, I'm getting my master's, um, and then I'm working in a company uh, where I do marketing. So, hey, yo, why you copying my flow, bro? <laughs> hey, that's, that's I just received my master's uh, August. Awesome. Yeah. August awesome. in marketing, business Congrats, and marketing. Man. Congrats, congrats. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, yeah. So you you doing marketing? I'm I'm working marketing. Well, I'm I'm studying international business uh, and management, but I'm I'm, I'm working in, in marketing right now. You so. like it? 
so far, yeah. So far, I like it. Um, I love marketing, man. Marketing yeah, is, yeah. Everybody need marketing. Everybody. Yeah, yeah no, everybody need marketing uh, for sure. Um, but I also want to explore. You know, I think I'm, I'm too early, too young to 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 settle only at one thing. I want to try some different things before. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I definitely love marketing. Uh, it's it's fun. It's definitely fun. Well, yep. Let's wrap this up before I had uh before we leave, Christian. Yeah. I have one. No, it's not a game, but it's just like, give me a top five, or you don't have to be in top five. Give me five international athletes that you admire or you like, or you know. Oh, uh, um, obviously, Luka Doncic. Luka. Yeah, he's definitely uh, is it, one yeah, international athlete. Yeah, I said that. Yeah, I no, but after that, the four more student athletes. Oh, student but they can't make it to the pro. But you know, well, I can't. I can't look her because okay, but, but okay. So you're asking for for student athletes because yeah, not, international I'm, student athletes that went here, you know, play sports. They can. They they could have went to. They could have went pro too, you know. Yeah. But yeah, um, yeah. I don't. I mean, I, I forget all the student athletes. I remember it was better when I was playing there. I, I forget. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, growing up, you know, you know, uh, my if I had to go, but this is basically the NBA. It's not student athlete, mm-hmm. but uh, it's by you know Tony Parker, you know, a player Tony. like that. Tony, Tony, you know, Ginobili, you know, players like that. You know, that was that was the one that that I really uh, admired and looked up to. Mm-hmm. Now seeing Luka Doncic, obviously, he's a great player. But even you know, even um, not Ginobili. Well, what's the point guard name? Came from Spain. I forget his name. Uh, um, Ricky Rubio. Ricky Rubio. Rubio, yeah, but I, I, you know, in Europe, I love watching him, watching him play. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah, but I mean, I don't, I don't think I have a top five to be honest. But I'll tell you this: uh, definitely a, a Kobe, Kobe and LeBron fan. So, <laughs> Kobe and LeBron fan, how yeah. are you both? Yeah, well, I've always been a Kobe fan since day one, and uh, and then obviously I've been a Lakers fan too. And then LeBron, he joined the team. And, no. Yeah, but <laughs> I'm a Kobe to Kobe to death, man. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah I'm a LeBron. I'm, I respect LeBron. I don't know if I'm a fan. I respect him though a yeah, lot. Yeah, I respect him a lot too. <laughs> He's probably top three ever. Top five. He's probably top one. He's got <laughs> Chill. All right, bro. All right. That's how you're going to wrap it up. So is he better than Michael Jordan? No, he's uh, not. Hey, in, in my opinion, honestly, and, and I know this is a very unpopular opinion, and honestly, in my opinion, he, he is. He is. Because you got to – so my point of view is Michael, Michael Jordan is a great player. Obviously, one of the best to ever do it. He has the best legacy. You know he has the best mm-hmm. legacy, but if you got to look about, if you look at the perfect basketball player who can contribute every single uh, spot or or uh, statistic, you got to pick LeBron. He gets better stats. He he does more. You know he does more for his team. Now Michael Jordan, straight up killer. He'll go at you and he'll play defense. He'll he'll score. But LeBron, he can just he can just pass. He can defend. He can rebound. He can block. You know he can score. You know, so to me, the overall, the, the you perfect say he can example. Defense, you, say, you, say, you say you can defend? Yeah, defend, yeah. So to me, the overall, okay. um, the, the perfect basketball player overall is LeBron, but the best legacy is, is MJ. So. I'll go with you. Look, you're my guest. We're not going to turn into it. Uh, all, I got, I, all I'm, all I'm going to say is, listen, six for six. That's all I'm going to say. 
Yeah, yeah, Six for save, defensive player of the year. I don't know how many yeah, times, you yeah, know what nah, I'm saying? He's, he's Taking a break him. two years, eating snack, you know, going to a casino, gambling, coming back, winning three more in a row. <laughs> That's all I'm missing. Coming back at 40, dropping 22 a game. Oh, bro. It's all good, though. The you know best, what I'm saying? It's all good. The best Having legacy. a swagger, hey, it created the fillet. Like, I don't no, know if you know that. I'm, 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 not, I'm not taking it anyway. I'm not taking any way, anything away from, from MJ. I had a huge post of him, you know, in my in my room as well. You know, I, was, I mean, obviously I can't take anything away from it. But to me, just LeBron is just bigger, stronger. Yeah, LeBron is different, it's, bro. It's just the, it's to just be the, honest, that's hey. a, let, like this. I put it like this. LeBron, go. Kobe, go. MJ, go. Go. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That, that's me too. I'm a, I'm Another on one that. that is not getting mentioned a lot, but I consider him as the greatest of all time as well is Hakeem. Hakeem, a large one, bro. What he did stats wise, it's yeah. freaking unmatched. It was wild. Yeah. No, it is, it is. And he he doesn't get he doesn't always get the respect that he deserves, I will say. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I think it's just because it's, it's it's way back. So people don't maybe people don't remember or but but yeah, he is um he's one of the ghosts too. Yep. Well, Christian, yep. thank you for this time being the first one. Episode 001. I appreciate your time a lot. A lot, a lot, a lot. And I hope that, bro, everything that you do, man, I hope you're achieving, my God, for real. You deserve that shit. Well, thank, I didn't even cuss the whole time, but I cussed this <laughs> <Because, laughs> You deserve it, bro. Like you deserve it. Thank, thank you for having me. Yeah, I appreciate that the kind words and, and and same to you, Freddie, man. Oh you know, no, nothing, bro. You no, know, man. God, we, we, man, we've been we've been brothers since uh, since high school, man. And since uh, high school. Well, we have Christian, dog. What? Six nine point guard? <laughs> nah, nah. Now just screw. Now just screw like freaking five. AKA <laughs> Michael Jordan on the rim windmills. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I was oh, looking bro. up to you too, man. When I came, bro, for real. I oh, appreciate. I looked man. up to you. I was like, man, this dog, this man, tough. Oh, I appreciate it, man. man very tough, bro. Yeah, Anyways, man. everybody in that team inspired me, really. Everybody, yeah, in truly, that team truly. Me. Everybody had, everybody had their, had their thing, right? Had their. Oh swag. wow, everybody inspired me, man. Yeah. Like yeah. literally everybody. I remember Glenn, bro. I only if you remember Glenn. He had that jumper like that, bro. The senior year, he was automatic. Like he couldn't miss. Yeah, automatic. Yeah. yeah. He's the only person I ever met who, 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 who walk in, you know, one, two to a jump shot and still do a fadeaway. You know what I'm hey, saying? Like, <laughs> <laughs> she was fucking dumb. Like, how, do you, how do you do that, bro? Nobody wanted to do that too. <laughs> how do you? How do you take two steps into a shot? And, and fade you, away. <laughs> like, you, like, you, shoot, you shoot the jump shot, bro. Just <laughs> Anyways, dog. Man, have a good free. I don't want to go sleep, bro. You had a tire yeah. someday, probably. Yeah, I did. I did. With the, the kids, man. With the kids, yeah. All right, my guy. All right, man. Appreciate the talk, man. Take no care. Problem. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So, yeah, guys, man, first episode, you know what I'm saying? Gang, gang, gang. But, yeah, man, I hope y'all like it. We're going to have more, definitely. This is my first one, but I have a lot more lined up. And, um, yeah, man, I think it's going to be fun. It was very nice to talk to my man. It's like, I didn't talk to him in a long time, really. And, and that's the first time with me. And that's <clears throat> there's some stuff that I learned a lot from this, um, you know, podcast. I hope y'all learned, too. 